Hi, my name is Dr. Sarah Adams. I am a board-certified pediatrician, but I'm not your pediatrician. Feel free to use my podcast as helpful information, but in no way do I intend my podcast to replace the advice of your physician. Your physician knows you and is in the best position to provide medical advice. Hello, and welcome to episode two. I am Dr. Sarah Adams, and I'm excited that you're here to join me for Growing Up with Dr. Sarah. So today, it's just me again, but I am excited to tell you that I have a lot of special guests lined up for future episodes. So please listen again, and I hope that you enjoy and learn as we do this together. So today, I decided to tackle a pretty important topic called body positivity. I think that it's something that a lot of people are saying. I call it a buzzword, so to speak. And it is important, but everybody kind of defines it in different ways. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to talk about body positivity and what it is, but I'm also going to relate why it's important that we really teach our children, our adolescents, and even as adults, what body positivity really is, what it means, and how we can improve it. So let's get started. So body positivity refers to the assertion that all people deserve to have a positive body image, regardless of how society and pop culture views an ideal shape, an ideal size, or even appearance. But the body positivity, like, what are our goals? What is, what is the goal of this movement that we kind of call body positivity? Well, it's challenging because it's challenging because we have to go by views that society thinks of the body. We want to, our goals would be, though, to promote the acceptance of all bodies and to help children build confidence and acceptance in their own bodies. I know myself, I can think back when I was a child, and even as an adult, this is something that just doesn't go away. And I want to share a story that really resonated with me as to why I thought that this would be a great topic. So I was in with a family, it was a dad and a young girl, and she was 12 years old, and we were reviewing her growth chart which is something I do very often in my pediatric office. And she grew so much. She was tall. She had, you know, a lower percentage of, um, of weight. And, but it really was perfect for her. It, she was growing and gaining right along the growth percentage velocity or line, if you've ever seen a growth chart before, right along where she was since she was a young baby. And I told her that she was doing so good and growing and gaining just like she was supposed to. But it was interesting because the father then kept calling her a stick. She's, he kept saying, you're such a stick. You're such a stick. And I thought to myself, I could see in her face just the changes that occurred when she heard him say that. And I know that he didn't mean it in the wrong way. But it made me realize that whether you're tall or thin or have some curves and you're shorter, 
it doesn't matter. Words can make such a big difference. So we want to challenge everybody to promote the acceptance of our size and help children build that confidence and acceptance of their own body, right? And address unrealistic body standards. That's the tough part, because what influences it all? Well, the size and shape of our friends, our race, our gender, our sexuality, and even disability can make a big difference on how we feel about the way we look and the way that we look at others. Popular media influences. Oh my gosh. You know, it's awesome. I love going on TikTok, for example, and watching recipes and things like that. But even food, exercise, clothing, just health, identity, and self-care, it all influences how we feel about ourselves. And so we want to work together today and talk a little bit about it, about how we can develop a healthier and more realistic relationship with our own bodies. I found this quote, which I really loved from The Very Well Mind, and it is, body image refers to a person's subjective perception of their own body, which may be different from how their body actually appears. You know, the formation of body image starts very, very young. Kids begin to worry about their weight as early as three to five years old. Young children, they, they suffer from body dissatisfaction, which just breaks my heart. I read a statistic once that said 50% of girls and 33% of boys. So everybody, remember, boys feel the same way. And that is that between the age six and nine, they felt that their ideal body weight should be less than what they actually weighed. And 20% of kids have done some sort of dieting before the age of seven. So we really need to start to form those positive thoughts about our own bodies even before they start school. Kids refusing to eat food is one thing that I have seen because of fear that it's going to make them fat. I'll tell you another story about a teenager who told me that she would leave school and go and eat by herself instead of eating with her friends because she was overweight and she felt that she didn't deserve, like she felt like her image and how she viewed herself, that others would look at her and think, wow, she shouldn't be eating because she's overweight. And I tried to explain to her that, look, we need to create a different point of view about what food is and what it does to help our bodies feel better. You know, you hear somebody say, he's fat, she's fat, I'm fat, I feel ugly. And I hear kids in my office all the time say, I wish I was prettier. Negative body image, though, you know, it it leads to things that I manage in my office, such as depression, eating disorders for sure, low self-esteem. And one of the things that worries me is like unnecessary dieting or, you know, extreme diets and then excessive exercise. Not to say that we're not going to talk later about what what are some solutions, because, you know, I could sit here all day and talk about what the problem is, but we want to build solutions. And so, you know, exercise and food, it's neutral. It's really about what we think of 
of them and how we approach our actions so that we can have a better body image. The other thing that gets kind of in the way, so to speak, is sports involvement. So my kids uh, played football. And uh, I know Gabe and Ben, who are listening as well, are going to be like, oh, here she goes. She's going to tell another story about us. But I'll tell you, I've learned so much as a parent. I, I feel sometimes that I'm, I can have more empathy when I'm talking to other parents, grandparents, or caregivers, and uh, just because I've experienced it. And it was kind of funny because, you know, Ben was um, – you know, I think I told the story about, you know, when he was eating um, some brownies. And I'll, I'll tell it again, because you might be a first time listener. So here's what happened. He wanted to play football. And in order to play football, you have to be a certain weight. And, and this is the peewee league. We're talking about eight year olds. And so what ended up happening is that he weighed too much to be able to play. Now, you might find the same thing with your child who's a wrestler. Or maybe they're in ballet or gymnastics or figure skating where sports is judged by their body leanness and movement. Certainly runners, divers, all of these different types of sports, they, they kind of help these kids either create a negative or a positive image of their own body. So getting back to Ben, what happened was, you know, I had to really restrict and watch what he was eating. And we really focused on healthy eating and not so much restricting what he was eating, but but making sure that what he was putting into his body was going to fuel him and make him feel better. Well, he definitely wanted a brownie this one day, and he went up to the counter where there was brownies. And I watched him, and I thought, what is he doing? And then I realized when he came back with powdered sugar all over his shirt that he was eating a brownie, and he, didn't, he felt bad about telling me that he wanted a brownie. And so those are just some examples, like I mentioned, about how body positivity and sports uh, involvement go hand in hand. But let me tell you something else, though. Sports or physical activity can overall enhance body image, too, because it releases what I call happiness chemicals. You're going to hear me talk a lot about happiness chemicals in the, in the future, because I get a lot of questions about, Dr. Adams, what can I do for my child without having to give them a medication? Well, we can do things that help release natural happiness chemicals like endorphins, dopamine, and adrenaline. Adrenaline, And so that's what physical activity does. And those things make us feel better. It improves, improves fitness. It makes us feel like we are capable to do really cool things with our body. And it also gives us a sense of self-efficacy. Wow. I love it. I love it. So healthy body, self-care, and even one could say body neutrality is the choice here. And so what I like to tell people is, look, do things that make you feel good in the body you have. Eat healthy meals because it fuels your body. It fuels your mind. I get kids with headaches all the time and I tell them, you know what, when you get a headache, it means that your head is angry, your brain is angry. And there's three main things that your brain needs. It needs blood flow, which comes from making sure you stay hydrated. It needs glucose, which means you need to eat a healthy 
diet or food that helps fuel your body and your brain. And it needs oxygen, which means you need to breathe. And so if you're not doing those things, if you're not doing those well or enough, then chances are you're going to get a headache. Wear clothes that are for your body, the, the body that you have now. Let me say that again. Wear clothes for the body you have now. I can, I'll be the first to tell you that I absolutely have clothes in my closet that do not fit. And I always say to myself, I'm going to lose some weight so that I can fit into those clothes. Find things that you enjoy wearing that fit your body now, because they will make you feel so good. Exercise to feel strong and energized. I like to focus with kids again, and I'm going to say it over and over, is that I want you to feel good inside and out. And by giving your body the nutrients and the nourishing that you need, and also by exercising, you are going to feel better. Mind, body, and soul. Purge social media that doesn't make you feel good about yourself. I think we can all resonate from that comment because if you're if you're on social media and you're looking at pictures or you're following somebody and they just don't make you feel good about you, then I suggest don't follow them anymore. Get rid of it. Create positive connections with food. You heard me say this before and I'll say it again. There's all the time foods and there's some of the time foods. And so I wish I could have said to Ben before he went and sneakily ate the brownies, I wish I could have just said, hey, bud, if you want a brownie, that's okay, you know, but let's just have one and let's enjoy every single bite instead of like, you know, just eating it so quickly that we don't actually get to enjoy it. When you do do eat some of the some of the time foods, it's okay, enjoy it. But then make sure most of the days you're eating the all the time foods, those healthy foods that make you feel good. And first and foremost, respect your own body. But we need to hear it sometimes over and over. I don't know about you, but I like to do affirmations. I don't do it every day. I probably should. But I one of the affirmations that I really love is saying to myself, I am strong, I am smart, I am brave, I am beautiful, I can do anything. And those are some of the things that I sometimes write down in my journal, or I put on a piece of paper, and I see, see you know, so that I can remind myself every day. But what are your affirmations? What can we say to ourselves? What can we help our children say? Ask them. You know, let's talk about what we feel. And it's not, I'm going to be strong or I'm going to be beautiful once I lose 10 pounds. It is, I am strong now and I am beautiful now. And so those are some of the things that I think really help our young children. But let's deeper dive into that. I told you the story earlier that this dad, who I know did not mean any harm in what he was saying to his daughter, that he, when he was calling her a stick. And even in my own practice, I realized that I have to watch what I say. I had the opportunity the other day to see a 17-year-old boy who I have been seeing and taking care of since he was born, which is pretty cool. 
But I learned that in order to help children to really have a good body image, body neutrality, body positivity, whatever you want to call it, we have to watch our words. And I realized this in my own self when I kept saying to this young man, you're so tall. You're so tall. You got so tall. Now, thankfully, he felt pretty good about that. But some people who are really tall are self-conscious about how tall they are. Or just the same, someone who's really short. And so we have to watch our words as parents, as caregivers, because we might not realize that what we're saying to our children, to our adolescents, to ourselves, to our to others, might be more hurtful than we really realize. Try not to focus on appearance. I tell kids to emphasize, again, exercise and healthy eating over their weight. I get a lot of questions where parents will be like, well, what should his weight be? And I never give them an answer of specific weight. Because I tell them that everybody is different. And what's cool about that growth curve is that it's a range and we're meant to be a range. We're beautifully made, right? And so I never give them a specific answer, your child should weigh this much. Because it's not about the weight, it's about the health. It's about how we feel about ourselves. It's about just how we feel every day when we wake up. You know, do we have energy? Do we... Are we, you know, is our mind ready to shine and go and and concentrate or does it feel foggy? And everything that we put into our body, every way that we move our body affects how we feel. And if we feel, we're going to definitely feel better about who we are and how we look. Talk about gender and body stereotypes, especially if kids see them in ads or they notice it on social media or even scan the toys that they play with. I don't know about you, but I know that we have always heard that adage that, you know, the Barbie doll is really not physically possible to have that kind of shape. And so you got to look at the toys, but it gives us an opportunity to really share with our children about how Everybody looks different. And the other thing is watch the screen time. And that could go both ways because actually if they're spending a lot of time on the screen, number one, we actually know by scientifically that they tend to have a lower self-image of themselves. Number two, if they're spending a lot of time on the, you know, with screen time, then they're probably sitting on their bottoms and they're not getting enough exercise, which of course can is one thing that can lead to not feeling very good about yourself, but also um, with childhood obesity, for example. So, and the other thing about screen time could be what they're watching. One of the things I really recommend for parents is sit with them and watch. What are they, you know, watch together because it gives you an opportunity to teach them to talk about things to ask them what how do they feel about what they're watching not to mention the fact you can keep track that what they're watching is safe and appropriate so i mentioned the young girl whose dad said she was a stick and the 17 year old who i saw and i kept saying he was so tall and then of course you know the young lady who i said just didn't feel worthy of being able to eat in front of people. But one of the other questions I get, and it's always been kind of a mystery, I remember even that I came up with when I was a young girl, was a 10-year-old female asked me questions like, why is it possible that my friend can eat all the junk food she wants? 
But if I do, I will gain weight. I will feel fat. I won't feel good. And I can remember my mom telling me one time when I asked that question too, and she said, well, chances are they might be eating a Rice Krispie treat right now, but they probably aren't overeating in other ways. And so it's it's challenging because we get these questions all the time. And, you know, I kind of looked at her and my first thought was I wanted to say, you know, I've always kind of wondered that too. <laughs> but I will tell you that, uh, you know, we talked about the fact that everybody, you know, eats differently and that really the focus should not be on what her size is, but that you are made different and that the focus shouldn't be on like the fact that she was eating junk food, I just turned the table and said, I want you to eat well, eat healthy for you foods, because overall you're going to feel better. And that's what's most important. We really want to just emphasize that exercise and healthy eating. And I'm really excited because next week we are going to have the pleasure of having a good friend of mine who is a nutritionist. And we're going to talk about healthy feeding, which I think will be fun because it'll give us something to look forward to. But we want to continue to talk about the positive things that we we do for our own bodies, set realistic goals, but also make sure those goals are things that we can buy in. I always tell parents, you know what, let's just pick one or two things to work on to make us feel better. And focus about how our body feels when we eat healthy versus, you know, how it necessarily um, tastes. Like this, for example, if you have a picky eater, I always say, don't ask them, you know, does it taste good? Ask them, how does it make you feel? And discuss the benefits with your own kids about what they're eating and, and, and that it's healthy. I want to leave you with a few quotes. Dear body. You were never a problem. There is nothing wrong with your size. You're good enough already. Love me. I have to tell you, it gives me chills when I read that. And a woman named Eve Ensler once said, stop trying to fix your body. It was never broken. And this is anonymous, but in a world where you can be anything, be kind to yourself. I think we've heard that before, but I think it bears saying again. So just like I mentioned in the past, being positive about how you feel, taking out that negative cord, plugging in the positive cord, it goes a long way even when it comes to how we feel about ourselves. So this is Dr. Sarah Adams and Let's continue to work on being positive about our body image and grow up together.